Hey, boss. Welcome to the Productive Boss Podcast, where your host, Miss Unconventional, helps you conquer your chaos, guarantee your goals, and become a productive boss without sacrificing your self-care. Overwhelmed with your to-do list? Can't seem to follow one course until success? Kiera Osnowskis is here to help you reclaim your time, energy, attention, and sanity so you can get the right things done at the right time for the right reasons. The booked and busy culture is canceled, sis. We're profitable and productive over here. Get ready to boss up and design your best life. Hey, 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 welcome back to the Productive Boss Podcast. This is episode 33, the top three reasons why routines aren't working for you. Okay, so let's just jump right into it. I'm going to paint you a picture and you let me know. Well, I guess you can't technically let me know, (laughs) but let me know if this resonates with you and maybe the exact scenario is not yours, but you can kind of find those areas in your life where you've done things like this. Okay, so Monday is approaching and unlike Mondays in the past, you're pumped because you've vowed to make some changes, right? You were recently inspired to take control and start a new morning routine. Monday rolls around and you're ready. You went from sleeping in till 8.50 a.m. to committing to a 5 a.m. wake up call. It's a little rough, but your adrenaline kicks in and you roll out of bed to start the routine you borrowed from that book you read. As you matriculate through the morning, you feel really great. You have this innocent little smirk on your face because you feel like you've cracked the code to mastering your mornings. And there's something satisfying about the fact that people in your world are still sleeping. As you begin to wrap up your morning and start your day, you feel accomplished. You freaking did it. The next morning comes and you do it again, this time feeding off the energy of yesterday. And then... Midweek hits, (laughs) your alarm goes off and you're like, just a few more minutes, just a few more minutes, right? The steam is definitely cooling off and you know it. A few minutes pass, then an hour, and before you know it, you're back at the wake up time from last week and it's disheartening. Today feels like a failure and so you grant yourself permission to abandon the whole damn goal because of one setback. Sound familiar? Maybe you can't relate to this exact scenario, but how many times have you committed to a new way of doing things only to falter a few days in? It's so incredibly common. You're not alone. I've seen good, ambitious, goal-oriented people with the best intentions fall victim to the challenges of implementing new routines. And while there can be many factors at play, I've found that there are three common reasons why people can't seem to stick with new routines. And I'm just going to put this little side note in here, this little disclaimer. This is based on my observations as a productivity coach, not on scientific data. Although I do believe there might be some data out there to back up what I'm saying because (laughs) I've observed this in real time. Okay. Reason number one, blindly adopting the routines of others without ensuring it matches your three Ps. 
Listen, I'm a fan of books like The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod and The 5 a.m. Club by Robin Sharma. Those books have transformed millions of lives. There's no doubt about that. I love the occasional blog post or podcast about some famous person's routine just as much as the next person. But, and there is a but, just because these books and articles shine light on what works for other people doesn't mean it will work in the same way for you. What got them there will not necessarily get you there, queen. People share the routines that have helped them become successful, but what we don't see are their teams, their systems, and budget, all of which will differ from yours. There are aspects of their lifestyle and business that are different from yours. And if you know that, then you know why copying everything they do can't possibly work for you. This doesn't mean we can't look up to these people or take a page out of their book. It simply means we have to take the time to ask ourselves this very important question. What do my personality, passions, and purpose tell me about how I should be designing my daily routines? I'll ask it again. What do my personality, passions, and purpose tell me about how I should design my daily routines? It's about self-reflection and awareness. They likely have a strong why attached to their routines, and you should too. A why for a routine can't be because it works for Warren Buffett. That why is not strong enough to weather the struggles of the how, my friend, okay? Instead of blindly adopting the routines of people we admire, the best thing we can do is design and customize routines that match our personality, passions, and purpose in overall natural rhythms. That's what will get you there. Okay, okay. Reason number two, allowing setbacks to hijack all of your progress. Now, I know some people are about to feel a little attacked and dragged right now. Talk about self-sabotaging behavior, y'all. I've been guilty of this so many times in my life, mainly when it comes to establishing new eating habits (laughs) and routines. Um, Anything associated with food, I struggle. I'm just going to let y'all know. (laughs) So I'll allow one setback to hijack all of my progress. And that is something that I'm working on. But I'm talking about when it specifically comes to your daily routines. Setbacks should be treated as one-time events from which we strive to quickly recover. They are not meant to be a period, but rather a comma in our journey. Okay. I'm going to say that again, but a people in the back. Setbacks should be treated as one-time events from which we strive to quickly recover. They are not meant to be a period, but rather a comma in our journey. So many of us grant ourselves permission to throw the whole damn goal away when we mess up once or twice, and that's not okay. Progress over perfection should be the goal, folks. When consistency becomes difficult to maintain, we should ask ourselves, what can I do to make consistency achievable? You'll find that solutions like built-in accountability and anchoring new habits to existing ones is a great start. What we want to avoid is having this reflection time turn into a pity party or a sparring session. There is nothing to be gained from beating ourselves up about falling short. The best thing we can do is make a plan to reduce the odds of it happening again. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. (laughs) The best thing that we can do is make a plan to reduce the odds of it happening again. That's a far more productive use of our time. Wouldn't you agree? 
Allowing setbacks to constantly hijack your goals is a recipe for continued stagnation. You're better than that. And giving up on becoming the best version of yourself is not in the cards. Not today, Satan. Not today, I'm dead. Okay? So reason number three, going in way too hot instead of treating the transition as a process. Now, when I thought of this reason, I'm telling you, I I kept thinking of that song. I'm coming in hot, hot, hot. Y'all know that song? It literally is stuck in my head as I contemplate this reason. But here's the thing. When we've made the commitment to implement a new routine or habit, we fall drunk in love with the end results. That vision of what we could be if we just stick with it leads us to biting off way more than we can chew. I mean, how many of you can relate to this? That falling drunk in love with the Lux vision, with the end result, if you just could stay committed to this routine for X amount of days or or a year, what it could look like at the end of it. And then we end up trying to go all in to just achieve that Lux vision. And before you know it, we've abandoned old routines and habits cold turkey and replaced with it our new one, right? But truthfully, only a small percentage of the population can just quit something cold turkey. I found that those who can have strong ass whys that sustain them. Beyond that, cold turkey approaches are destined to fail due to our inherent nature. Again, my opinion, not backed by science, although I'm sure there are studies that support my claim. Instead of going all in and implementing drastic changes all at once, why not ease into it? Make it a process. I know why we don't do it. We live in a world of instant gratification, folks. We believe the quicker we implement change, the faster we'll reap the benefits of said change, right? And and that's that's true. I get it. But when we choose not to pace ourselves, we fall much harder. Perhaps now is the time to start glorifying incremental progression over instant transformation, over instant gratification. There's no magic pill or potion for anything that we want in life. Allow yourself to slowly transition into your new routines and habits and celebrate the small wins along the way. That's much more sustainable long term and quite frankly, a lot less painful. All that said, implementing new routines and habits can work for you. You just have to avoid blindly adopting the routines of others. You have to stop allowing small setbacks to hijack your goals. And you have to choose incremental progression over instant gratification. It's obviously easier said than done, but it can be done. If I can add one more tip for ensuring you're successful with the new routines that you set, It would be to get yourself a bomb.com accountability partner who truly wants to see you win. Accountability can be a secret weapon for a lot of people. If you're ready to customize your rubber routines and stay consistent, I invite you to enroll in the Conquer Your Chaos Crash Course. It's the first step to reclaiming your time, energy, and attention so you can get the right things done at the right time for the right reasons in the right way for you. So if you're ready to take that step, if you're ready to dive into it and get your routines under control, set strong boundaries, narrow your focus, quit prioritizing those shallow tasks, up-level your systems, elevate and evaluate your environment and record your efforts daily, it's time for you to enroll in the Conquer Your Chaos Crash Course at MissUnconventional.com forward slash course. 
All right. I hope this podcast was everything you thought it would be and more. And if you have any questions, you know where to find me at Miss Unconventional underscore on Instagram or at the Productive Boss Podcast on Instagram. I've got you. If you have any questions, come talk to me. In the meantime, leave that review and follow this podcast. All right. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Productive Boss Podcast. If you made it this far, you're the real MVP. Serious about conquering your chaos and guaranteeing your goals? Head over to theproductivebosspodcast.com for more information. If you really love Miss Unconventional, don't forget to rate, review, and connect with her on Instagram at The Productive Boss.